ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, the 28th of December, 2017. We are getting closer and closer to 2018, where for the first month, everyone will continue to write 2017 and then awkwardly try and turn the 7 back into an 8. Isn't that everybody's favorite thing? Especially when you're doing something like really particularly important, like writing a check and you write down the date and you're like, fuck. Do I scratch the whole thing, or do I just make it up as I go along? But we are getting closer and closer. We are back from the holidays. Uh, an interesting Christmas holiday here in Halifax, if only due to the ridiculous weather that we had uh, on Christmas specifically. Uh, but we all survived it for the most part, although Mr. Black still suffering the consequences <laughs> of, of the weather that we had uh, it's kind of silly, too, as I, uh, change over here. It's kind of silly, too, because the, uh, we've had zero kind of inclement weather this entire, uh, you know, late fall into, into early winter. We've had nothing to write home about. And then the one day that you would hope nothing spectacular would go down, sure enough, Christmas comes around and brings with it uh, a ridiculous windstorm for no reason. Uh, we didn't have like a lot of sustained winds, but the gusts were like hurricane force. And so trees and everything are down absolutely everywhere. Shingles were flying off of houses uh, up here when I went out uh, out of the house the next, uh, the next day. There's just shingles and like siding hanging off of houses and stuff. And, uh, and then Mr. Black being out in the boonies where he is, Trees just everywhere. It was madness. Uh, and just just now, apparently, I guess maybe did you did you, did we solve the pump problem? Did we did yeah. we get it? Yeah. Yeah, I got it going. All right, so that's good. Long so day. we uh, we we're we're getting back into it. But gentlemen, how are you doing, Mister Panic? How was your your holiday break? Uh, I know you don't. I know you don't technically celebrate uh, Christmas, but you obviously got the time off because you live in america so how how did you enjoy your what your time holidays? off i literally got monday off and that's it i've been i'm working straight through ah my, my holiday starts next week i got a i got tuesday wednesday thursday off next week oh so well that's I, I since i don't celebrate i i take one for the team and i hold down the fort so that everyone else who has families and stuff who does celebrate can actually go so in Fuck exchange, that. they give me time off after the week. <laughs> I, dude, I get a week off when it's going to be busy. So I'm totally cool with that. I, suppose. Like I get most of next week off. You 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 fill in for everyone, for for those who can't when it's on the downtime, and then when everything kicks back up and everyone's pulling their hair out, that's when you're like peace. Yep, and get much. out and let yeah, everyone else totally cool with it because they get their time off during the holidays, and no one has to be like, "Am I going to be the one that draws the short straw and has to work?" <sighs> Get wrecked. And Mr. Black, I know I know you and I have already discussed it because we just spent four and a half hours casting StarCraft yesterday, but uh, for those who didn't hear, did you have a lovely holiday? Holiday was good. Holiday was good. Going to spend a lot of time with family this weekend. And um, I'm dead today. I'm just going to, uh, you know what? If I look really uninterested today, I'm dead. Been up since <laughs> 7.30 this morning. I went out. Yep. Yeah. And sawed down trees that are bigger than my garage and had power companies come, paid an $800 electrical bill, had power come back, and now the well wasn't working. 
So I had to figure that out. It is just, I'm done. Was it just the breaker tripped on the, on the pump? It was, um, there's like a little lever on the pressure gauge and yeah. that needed to be readjusted because when the power went out, the, the pressure. Oh, so the so the pump yeah. the pump didn't know what pressure it needed to be to be at, and so it didn't yeah. kick in at all. Okay, yeah. yep, that'll so, do it. That'll do it. Figure that out. It was pretty easy once I figured. It, I was like, oh, this thing, and I pulled it. It was basically <laughs> like on my bar. I have a I have like a CO two right uh, pressure gauge. It's yeah, sort yeah. of the same thing. And when I click that, the pressure went up and could instantly hear the water just start going through. Oh, Good yeah. news though. Now my water pressure is stronger than I've ever had it in my life. So what? Yeah, he I don't know. We had a set low before, I, and now he set it to a pressure he actually yeah, likes. Yeah, it's uh, the pressure's up significantly higher now. So is um, is it safe for the lines in the house? Kind of like like is your yeah yeah. It's not like you're gonna die if you hit the water, but it's like uh, before <laughs> it took like you turn on the hot water, it would take like fifteen seconds before the hot water kicked in. Yeah, and now it's like instant. Now it's okay. like three seconds hot yeah. water. I was gonna say because I'm I'm less worried about you and more worried about the lines in the house not being able to take the pressure. He's gonna have a joint just we'll burst. See the tweet in two days. Yeah, two days from now, Jeff's having a shower. All of a sudden, the basement's flooded. Fuck! It shows a picture of the collection we'll just completely drenched in water. <laughs> we'll see. Isn't that bulkhead like uh, uh, up above? Is that does that have water lines running no, through it? No, that's no, that's or the is that ventilation for, for heat? Yeah, yeah. That's for heat. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so here we are. We've, we've made it back. We had the one, the one podcast day off, uh, last week leading up into, uh, into the Christmas times, which was fine because, uh, nothing happened that week in the world of anything because it was only a few days before Christmas. There wasn't really a heck of a lot that had gone down. There was the odd thing, whatever, uh, ongoing PUBG nonsense, which we'll of course likely talk about today because... It's just an on an ongoing source of entertainment and and news, and I know that everyone on YouTube just loves us talking Did about PUBG. Happen what at all this week? This week, uh, not really. I, I, I so I'm kind like, of making spe- stuff up as I go along. I just saw top ten lists and like best ofs, and literally yeah. one of them <clears throat> they were reaching since they've been doing it for so long. I saw like best Marvel cosplays, best DC cosplays. I'm like, wow, you guys are reaching deep. Yeah, no, there's not there's not really a hell of a lot to be completely honest with you. Um there is there's some <laughs> but I just I'm just kind of making it up as we go along. So we're going to we're going to talk a bit uh about uh for example things like how in 2017 due to some unfortunate cancellations, Microsoft officially had zero exclusives on the Xbox One. Not a single solitary exclusive not even an indie title nothing was an exclusive uh in 2017 for xbox one welcome back mr black we're just talking you guys about me nervous i was just checking the psi on the pressure <laughs> gauge. It's like, Fuck, this better not be too high it's on 50 it's on 55 like 53 um, 55 if you so. hear um if you hear you'll know your pressure is too high if you like if you turn on the water and then you hear like a rattling in the pipes yeah that yeah like that means you might want to dial it down a bit yeah, but if you don't hear, you should be all right. Doesn't need to be speed racer getting from the basement upstairs. <laughs> but yeah, we were just talking about how uh, one, not a lot happened this week in, in terms of news, so we're just going to be talking about some kind of general topics uh, that uh, kind of encapsulate uh, 2017 and moving into 2018. And the first thing there was uh, that in 2017, not one Xbox One exclusive happened. 
zero because they canceled or or because uh, they canceled one they uh delayed a couple others and so in the year 2017 not a single xbox one exclusive was released so all mm. third party or all of these like faux um release exclusive whatever weird marketing term they started giving uh titles uh, these days for you know uh limited they used to be called like limited exclusives or or uh, some weird thing um nothing not a damn one not even an indie game not not even a tiny little we convinced some indie studio to only produce this game for us nothing not a zilch uh so uh the question that i'm going to be tossing out uh because uh well for reasons i'll explain here in a second to you guys uh is what do you think microsoft's plan is here and are are they are they a little late at this point in the even though the Xbox One X just came out and everything, you know have they have they already lost too much ground to uh, let's say PlayStation because you know we're not talking about Nintendo they're not in direct competition uh, with Nintendo. Um, 2018, I'll preface this before handing it off to you guys. 2018, the only real things coming around for uh, the Xbox One that are exclusives, uh, Crackdown Three, which were was one of the ones that was delayed uh sea of thieves that's that rare title uh the the pirate uh kind of kind of sort of mmo multiplayer uh pirate thing and uh state of decay 2 uh and then other than that it would be like is there a halo 6 next year and forza that's what you're looking at in the year 2018 for microsoft's xbox one so I just wanted to ask you guys that question because I'm just interested to, as, uh, uh, you know, if you guys, I don't know, I don't know if either of you even have an Xbox at this point. <laughs> I, 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 I went into this a couple of months ago. I rage quit Xbox. I literally took everything yeah. I had, went to GameStop, gave it to them at whatever trade in price they gave me, and then came home with a PS4 Pro. Um. But at the same time, I don't really care. Like I, I've come to realize, I don't really care about console exclusives all that much. I just care if the game's good. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, as an example, was a good game, and I did get a PS4 for it, which is probably why they do it. But for me at this point, there's so many games out there, I don't really care what platform they're on. If I want to play a game, I'll do what I need to do to play a particular game. You know, If that means going out and buying a console, whatever, if not. It's disappointing that Microsoft doesn't have, like, it's not even a matter of the exclusive games. They just haven't had that many great games out on consoles personally, other than, like, a couple. So, for me, it hasn't been a huge deal. So, they haven't announced anything big. The only big one that I'm even remotely interested in is not even due for 2018 is Anthem. But that's not an exclusive, though. That's yeah. gonna be. Mm. That's just that. That'll be just. I, I don't care PC. about exclusivity yeah. at this point. It's just like wherever it comes out, it's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll play on the platform I choose. Which is a difficult thing to say because that just yeah. means that you have money, uh, and for uh, people uh, for uh, people uh, that aren't rolling in it, they have to make. They usually most normal people uh, have to make a choice where they go in and they say, okay, which console am I going to get? Because I'm not about to own all three of them. Uh, yeah, and you know, for them. You know, Microsoft isn't that great a choice because one, Microsoft does. You know, if you know, they'll they'll see like Microsoft doesn't have too many exclusives, so I'll get a PS4. You know, for me, Microsoft one, they don't have any exclusives, so I don't really care. And two, I already rage quit them once. I'm not going to pick them up again for a mm. while unless there's something super compelling. 
What about you, Mr. Black? I, I haven't owned an Xbox since the 360, so I give zero fucks about Xbox. Is there anything I'm, in Microsoft's like stable of, of like exclusives of eight? Cause there's a lot, this was also discussed a bit online in some articles towards the end of the year when they did the whole, you know, there were no exclusives this year, which is pretty stupid. Really. If you think about it, the fact that a console doesn't have a single exclusive put on it in an entire calendar year is nuts. But the thing that they, that some talked about were, was the fact that Microsoft actually still has like a pretty big stable of, uh, uh of games that they haven't reached back to bring out in terms of exclusivity to old titles that they've had in the past. Is there anything that they've ever put out that you would be, that would like interest you um, as far as the Xbox goes that you can mm. think of? Nope. non Molly <laughs> new good fable game. It's just a whole lot of nope. I mean, back in the day I was a big Halo fan, but they just, just did been Halo rehashing it. Yeah. Long time crap. ago. So there is quite literally nothing that I can think of that would yep. pull me out of getting to go out and run and buy an Xbox, Xbox One X, whatever. I I swear to God, all right, if there is a God out there, if somebody bought me an Xbox One X, <laughs> I wouldn't even accept it because I and it's not even yeah, in a rude way. It. I just would never play it yeah yeah, yeah. i money. would never it would be a complete waste of money not saying it's a bad system not saying they don't have some good games not saying any of that i just would never play it ever want to know the, the uh you want to know the one time i played xbox one jeff other than like the one time when i right got it remember when you were here and you came for the burger tour and you were yeah. streaming on my pc so i didn't have my pc yeah. so i sat down on the couch pulled out the controller, and downloaded Sunset Overdrive to play that. Yep. That was the last time I played Xbox One. I've, I played, <laughs> like I played the Xbox ago. One X in Baltimore for the NBA 2K thing a couple weeks ago. That was the show. Never, never even held the controller in my hand until then. <laughs> don't care about Xbox. They're dead to me. Perfectly honest, I don't even really care about PlayStation all that much. I'm like, I haven't played my PS4 all I'm that much. I'm just so other than over console. I played the Nintendo Switch today when the power was out for a couple hours and just played it in handheld mode, uh, which you know is it's great. It's great little handheld. It feels good too. It's like not, not nothing too crazy. Um, it doesn't look nearly as good as it does in console mode, but it's still it's still nice. Um, that's the only time I think I'll ever really play consoles to play Mario play the Resident Evil VR when that next one comes out, if they have another one, which I'm sure they will. Um, but beyond that, console days are over, man. I'm like I'm like a dead gamer now. I'm like, <laughs> I've been gaming so long, and I'm such a... I, I, used to, I used to make fun of those PC Master Race guys. I'm so the PC Master Race. Like, well, I mean, PC Master Race anything, is a different is a different world now than it was was it's, than it was ten years ago. Like PC Master Race, when we're talking like even in the 360 era, like you said, the last time you owned an Xbox uh, console, a wildly different landscape, right? PC did you know PC didn't necessarily have nearly the breadth of stuff available to it uh, that uh, it does now, or the accessibility uh, that it does now. Um, and Microsoft has taken it a step further. And this is, I think, part of their problem as well, is that, uh, as far as, as far as selling consoles go, I mean, I, I don't know what Microsoft's end game is with their gaming, 
uh, you know, sector, but I don't think they know either. They they keep releasing all of these would-be Xbox exclusives on the PC. Now, that doesn't bother me necessarily because it means I don't need to run out and buy an Xbox if something crops up that's mildly interesting to me. Then I can just play it on the PC. But they've been increasing these these, you know, the the frequency in which you can get something both on the Xbox platform and on the PC. And in fact, you can own it on one and you can play it on either. Like if you have a PC, they have it and which is nice, really. I mean you if you have if you own it on the Xbox, you want to play it on the PC, you're done. You're in. Boss your own. There's a very simple business reason they did that. It's 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 ridiculously simple, because they realized we have Windows and we have PCs. We have all this architecture we've built already. They don't want to have to get into a drag-out, knockdown street fight with Sony every single time they do something with a console. If they go to any developer and say, hey, we've got Xbox, and if you build it a certain way, boom, you have it on the PC too, no developer is going to say no to that. And Microsoft will still get their cut from the development profits, like whatever licensing fees or whatever Microsoft realizes – We'll get the money for that, and they'll get the entire PC market's money for that game. They don't have to get into the knockdown, drag-out street fights of developing crazy hardware all the time. Yeah. They'll keep doing it to keep that mindshare and build like a good platform that people can target. But after E3, when everyone's like, oh, Microsoft just lost, or whatever, whenever that happens every year, they don't have to care as much because they'll be like, we still got the games, and we still get the money from all those PC gamers that Sony's not getting. Well, I would have to see. I would have to see the numbers on how these the the PC st- stuff that you know that the Microsoft Xbox division puts onto the PC how those are actually doing. I don't know, uh, so I couldn't call it a straight up win just because the market is there doesn't mean people are actually going to make use of it. I mean, the Microsoft Store app on uh, Windows is one of the most awful experiences uh i've ever i've ever had like just finding something yeah but that store experience is not geared towards us we're power users we're like we know our shit like it's not geared for us well that's kind of silly because if a power user can't figure it out i mean then how like what is an like an average user trying to sort out the issues that are involved there a power issue a power user can at least find the backwards ass way of discovering things whereas like the normal user if they can't find it in the first 30 seconds then they're not going to care. They're gone. The, the, the people are, are lazy and they want it to happen instantaneously. And there are two, those are two things that do not line up particularly well in anything under Microsoft's umbrella of products. Uh, and the, the app store is, is definitely uh, no different. Um, yeah. So Microsoft weird. I don't know how 28, uh, 2018 is going to uh, unfold for them. It's, it's a little awkward to me that they do the Xbox one X the way that they did, but yet aren't really providing games for it while also kind of cannibalizing, especially the Xbox One X with the PC market at the same time. It's a very odd thing for me to kind of sit, sit back and look at. But the thing is, while the, the three of us are kind of not really hard into, into console-related stuff anymore, now I, I have a couple games on the PS4 that I liked, and, and uh, the Switch, obviously, Nintendo kind of is in its own little universe, because if you want to play Nintendo games, then you have no choice. You're going to go and buy a Nintendo console. Um, the fact of the matter is, an Xbox One X, for example, which Jeff played when he went and played 2K18, is, from a value proposition for a gamer, 
as far as graphic fidelity, usability, and uh, you know game availability is you know from multi-platform titles is still loads of value. You you cannot unless you are a savant and you have months on end to comb through used and or on sale parts, put together a computer that is going to perform as well uh, and as easily as a an Xbox One X. You you just you can't. You, somebody could bring that to me right now, and I tell them, "No, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I literally can't. I could spend. I well, could spend the next my, month Microsoft, trying to put it together. Microsoft went went to the effort of getting the contracts, getting the hardware developed and put together to build a purpose built machine for it. You know, they had a lot of stuff integrated in together. The same thing with Sony. They they put a lot of effort into making the console small, efficient, just a box that you can put in your living room. Honestly, like for me personally, the main like, and this is the thing for me, the main draw." For a console are two genres of games. Sports games, because honestly, playing sports on a console on your couch on a TV is more natural to watching sports like when you're watching a sporting event than anything else. It just translates better. And fighting games. I as much as I love fighting games on PC, they've always just felt better to me on consoles, just because it's it's always consistent. And in general, that's the dynamic that they've targeted. And in terms of pricing. Yeah, you're completely right. Like, you're not going to be able to build a PC that gets Xbox One X performance for the price that you can get an Xbox One X, but Microsoft knows that. They went and they got the economies of scale to get the pricing down on the parts to put it together. And I'm not sure. I think they're making money on it. I don't know if they are. They might be taking a loss on the parts just to get to sell the hardware. I don't know if that necessarily makes that sense. That usually necessitates software yeah, I don't to... I think many to... people care. I don't <laughs> think many people yeah. care at all. They'd, they care about they just... price and what they want. They just want the fucking Xbox or the PlayStation. They're not going yeah. to Best Buy and going. They're not hardcore hmm, like us. That we care should about I buy like this that. GTX 980 plus the CPU and a solid state drive and trying to? They don't do that. They just want they a box that. that they can plug in and play their games. They walk in, they buy their Xbox, they get their Call of Duty 27, and they go home and they play. That's it. That's the show. And it's usually one or the other. People with money, they own both. People that don't have a lot of money, they own one or the other, or they buy a used one when the other one, when somebody sells the lower version after grabbing the Pro or the the Xbox One X, and they're going to go and buy the Xbox One for 160 bucks on Craigslist, then they go to Best Buy and they buy Call of Duty. That's it. They don't care about exclusivities. They want their Call of Duty. They want, they want their, their Grand Theft Auto, and they want to go home and want to play with their work buddies or their school friends. And then are they going to go on the computer and they're going to play League of Legends? And then the that's the show. <laughs> I'm glad we've boxed them into like into the entire market has now become two categories of people. Oh, all right. We've and done PUBG. the market research and PUBG. Okay, there you go. Three. You're also 100 <laughs> right on that though. Like <laughs> some Three. people just want to play games; they don't really care exactly how. I don't know happen. if I believe that because no, no, it's the truth. Uh, it's like, the truth. Like, I mean. there's some people who like are not ultra passionate about game, like the like. Well, obviously, the gaming. They're casuals. No, no, I'm not even gonna say casuals. They love gaming. They just don't care how they do it. Yeah, they'll be just like, gonna, they're just gonna grab it. They're gonna grab yeah. whatever their friends got, and they're yeah. gonna go and they're gonna buy it. And that's My buddy's true. got an Xbox. I'll grab an Xbox. Come home from work, throw a beer on, play a couple rounds of Call of Duty. Jeff's 100 percent right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's the activity more than what they're doing the activity on. No, I, I, I get, I get you. But in the instance that you just <clears throat> described, where they go, all right, I need to 
you know, Bob's got Bob from fucking accounting has an Xbox and we decide that we're going to play destiny together on the Xbox. So I'm going to go buy an Xbox now because Bob has an Xbox. Yes, um, pretty much that, that, that scenario, Bob still has to have made the decision at some, like there is a, there is a zero point there where somebody has to make the decision of what they're going to buy. Adam. That's what marketing is for in the first place. Like Adam, if, if it was just, if it was you're just going too far, Adam, this, Adam, stop, stop. Well, then just why are they stop. even marketing? What's the just point of marketing? Stop. Why don't they just put it on? Not everybody thinks like you, Adam. Well, I'm not, not saying they do. Just stop. I'm not all saying right? they do. They already have an allegiance to Xbox or PlayStation. Then why market That's the it all? Show. Just put well, it on the shelf the and walk away. Right. You go for the person who's not chosen. That's okay. it. Holy fuck! Thank you. <laughs> Of course, but that's the point. That's the point. Somebody they, has they, to make a choice eventually. So when you're marketing to them, that there, there is, there is points in which points of contention between these two that they've been doing for nigh on a decade plus now. It has to, they, it has to exist. The reason they do the marketing is because they they've come up with a number that they want you to give them, and they need to come up with words, phrases, and things that will get you to give them that number and be happy about it. That's we're pretty much what it is. That's what marketing has been broken down to for consoles. Like we want three ninety nine for this box. What can we say to get them to give us the three ninety nine for this box, and not say give two ninety nine to Sony or whatever? Yes, exactly. You you are literally just feeding my point right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. A lot of people yes. don't care. Like a lot of the most of the people are just going to make the decision based on the number, not based on whatever capabilities that number has. Because at the end of the day, just like Jeff said, they want to go, they want to play Call of Duty with their friends, and call it a night. Seriously. They're going to go to work, they're going to say, hey, John, you play Call of Duty? Yeah. What do you play it for? Xbox. That's his decision. Hey, Bill, you play Call of Duty? Yeah. What do you play it for? Xbox. Hey, Johnny Johnny 2. Johnny Johnny 2? <laughs> what, what, what do you play Call of Duty for? I don't play Call of Duty. I play Halo. I got an Xbox. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jeff, what do you got? Fuck Xbox. I played on the PS4, and all the other guys go, oh, come on, man. Fucking the PS4, man. That's, nah, That's I got to get on the Xbox. And the guy asking the question goes, all right, it's three versus one. I'm going to go buy the Xbox because I want to play with John, Johnny, Johnny 2, and whoever other name I just said. And he goes, buys the Xbox, and he goes and buys Call of Duty for it. It's That's her it. mentality. That's the That's process. It. For That's most people, <sighs> we're we're Sadly. we're not even arguing against each other right now. But you've made it a point of contention. I'm, I'm literally like a herd. If it was herd mentality and everyone had forever allegiance to, for example, Xbox, then why is Xbox getting its shit kicked in right now in this generation by PlayStation? All else being equal, online on Xbox is still better. Pretty much everything else, but there's the the games don't fucking they're not there. Well, but let the, me put the it this way: still... I'm an example of that. They got their shit kicked in because they released games that were also buggy. The reason I got pissed at my well, Xbox everyone's was... releasing buggy games. It doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah, but it got to the point where Microsoft released their flagship collection, Master Chief Collection, and the games in it were broken. And I played through, it and I got to a point where it just completely glitched out. And I'm like, you can't get your own fucking first party franchise games right when it's a rehash. And that's what drove me to be like, I'm done. I sold it. Done. Okay. They had poor quality releases. That's what, that's what did them in. That's, <laughs> that, that might be part, that might be part of it, 
But let's keep in mind that everything is broken right now. There are about three games that I could think of off the top of my head that weren't just fucking broken when they were released. And uh, need I remind you? I actually want to hear those names. I want to hear those game names. uh, Okay. Persona 5, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Mario Odyssey. Two of those games were on Sony, and one of them is a Nintendo game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nintendo historically doesn't release broken games. Need I remind you that the most popular game in the world right now is the most broken game in the world right now? Thank you. I wish there was alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Broken doesn't mean shit. It's whether or not there's games that people want to buy on the console. Sony's outselling Microsoft, 80% of it, because they have games that you can't get anywhere else, and they just so happen to also be pretty damn good games. That's what sells consoles. It's it's not only... Isn't that what I said earlier? Make good games and I'll get your console. I said that first thing. It's like, I care about the quality of the games. I'm talking about exclusives. You have to have a reason to own it. Outside of just Bob from accounting. What do we got next? Oh my god, hurting my goddamn mind. Nintendo gets lots of traction this year. Loads of traction. After what was probably the slowest start in uh, a long time uh, for, uh, for any console that I can think of in recent memory, uh, other than perhaps the Wii U itself, which was uh, a bit of a gong show uh, in its own right, uh, Nintendo has gained some crazy traction because, uh, well, everyone else seemed to have been half slack uh, towards the second half of the year, and they came out uh, with some big successes uh, in Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, getting all sorts of rewards at the end of the year. I, I want to say that, obvi- that that people are going to say, obviously, these games did well, but you have to take into consideration that, one, Breath of the Wild is probably the most out-of-the-box Nintendo has taken Zelda ever. Uh, it, it doesn't even remotely represent what Zelda has been for pretty much since its inception. Uh, and so it was a pretty big, a pretty big step out for them, and they still managed to nail it. And then Mario Odyssey is also kind of way out there. I think, I think all three of us were kind of not a hundred percent sold when we saw the original footage for Mario Odyssey come out. We were kind of concerned with where they were taking uh, Mario, and lo and behold, it was surprisingly one of the it, most fun it was, games I played in a while, just because it was so. It was. It went back to the Mario roots, with the, where it's just like. You're just platforming for the sake of platforming without it being like super punishing. You just can pick it up and play and just enjoy it without it being like a whole big rigmarole of random things you have to do. You can literally just pick it up, play a couple of rounds, go for coins, moons or whatever, and just have fun. And it was surprising for me how refreshing the simplicity of the whole thing was that I actually could not put the game down for a while. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's done very well. I haven't played either yet. I want to. I'm gonna be, they're they're in the short list now of what I'm going to be playing next. Uh, I've had them. Kind How of do you feel backlog. about it, Jeff? Because I know you were playing it a bunch today. I like I like Odyssey a lot. It's um, it's the best Mario I ever played for sure. I mean, I still I mean Mario sixty four is still my favorite Mario of all time. But that in is terms a of, charm it's to just it. Nostalgia and just everything. Um, but it's definitely the the next best thing it's actually just a better game but i'm still siding with mario 64 just because but um yeah i love it i think it's great i think uh nintendo is staying in their lane and they're doing what they do best and that is make great games for their 
main titles for their flagship IPs. They're actually and um for that's all they that, need to do. They're that's actually it, they, already put Zelda into production. The next one is being made already. Like yeah. as soon as Breath of the Wild went gold, they're like they're because they want to get the release cadence up on their main titles, which is something that we actually complained about on the podcast early on that Nintendo hasn't been releasing their main titles fast enough. So I was actually surprised when they said, "Yeah, uh, new Zelda already in production." So I, was I like, mean, oh. how can you fail though when you got a new console, the Switch yeah. that comes out? There's a massive demand for it. It's handheld, which is what Nintendo is notorious for crushing every time. Yeah. And it's also a, a console at home too. Um, it was selling out like crazy, so the demand was high. It's still hard and you're to gonna find re- sometimes. You're gonna launch it with Zelda of all games, um, and its new glory of graphics and everything else. And everybody's been waiting so long. And then towards the end of the year, you're gonna release Mario Odyssey. I mean, how do you fuck that up? And then you take their best titles, and then you just deluxe them from the from the Wii U and you improve on that. How do you mess that up? You don't. You just don't. Nintendo just makes good games for their main their main titles. And so they're they're doing great things. That's yeah. That's- I I don't know what 2018 has in store for Nintendo's lineup. They have a couple of their franchise stuff coming out. Um it's not the it's not the A-list franchises. They got those out this year. Um I know they have like some more Fire Emblem stuff and a couple other things. I think they um they they had they did actually run into a hitch, which was like the one even slightly remotely newsworthy thing I saw was um they were targeting um bigger game cartridges this year um to double the size of the cartridge because right now I think it's only like thirty two gigs on the cartridge, which twenty nine can be used. Um and like La Noir was literally coming in right at the top of what they can have. So they wanted to make it so that you can have larger games on the cartridge, but they're running into some technical problems, so they pushed that to 2019. So you're not going to necessarily see like the massive RPG-style games that some of the developers have been wanting to make until 2019 because they can't necessarily fit it onto the cartridges. Yeah, well, it's you know, bigger than thirty-two gig ones, at least. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little weird to me when I saw the the size of the storage for the console because it's just no way. Even even with the the down-resed stuff that that console handles. Yeah, the big catch is also the developers. Um, like they can't source the cartridges anywhere. Nintendo physically, the developers will be like, "We're going to make X units of the game." Nintendo then will give them X units of the cartridges so that they can be programmed. So Weird. Like they source the car. They source the actual physical cartridges from Nintendo. Weird. Well, I mean, they're going to have to. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to solve that sooner rather than later because. Yeah, they said they had, they were they were trying to like offset it with like the whole SD card thing, but the problem is like SD cards aren't necessarily fast enough, um, and there's some variability which Nintendo didn't want to allow into the framework. So they're like, we don't necessarily want you to be releasing massive games when the users might not have like that micro SD card that's fast enough. And then have a poor experience. So they're like, well, we're, we're going to try to push the cartridge stuff, but you're going to have to wait. Yeah, that's, that's definitely definitely the biggest hurdle. Uh, I don't think we have, uh, we don't even have a release date for Metroid, right? That was like at E3, they just said, hey, it's happening. We don't know I when, but it's happening. It's a Q4 2018 or like a Q1 2019. Like they yeah. weren't sure, so they haven't locked it in yet. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see how the, the first quarter, I guess, of 2018 unfolds, uh, for the switch. But, uh, at this point they've, they've weathered the early storm of having next to nothing on the console. Uh, and then now here we are, uh, just in time for the holiday season and you've got 
you know, at the very at the very least, you've got three major games on there that you could pair up with the console for just about anyone. They're going to be happy. You've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, um, and Mario Kart 8 is probably the greatest Mario Kart ever made, uh, in all honesty. And uh, on the Switch, which I've now played on the Wii U and the Switch, it runs flawlessly, even in multiplayer on the Switch, where the Wii U had some some issues, where it would slow down. Uh, in spots, uh, the switch has enough power to make it look better and run better. Um, not I actually found the switch runs better in, in handheld mode than it does on the TV because, like, the upscaling or whatever. Well, it does, yeah. Because like it, Breath of the Wild runs like butter when you're playing in handheld, but it yeah. does have some stutter points on TV. Yeah, because you're going the handheld mode 720, and then it, it yeah. outputs to the TV at 900 uh, p. Yeah. And so, yeah, some games like Breath of the Wild, where you've got crazy draw distances or a lot of actors on screen or a lot of lighting uh, points it slows it down, but, uh, it's not super frequent. It's certainly not as bad as the Wii U's version of, uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, which the game was originally built for, <laughs> of course, which is also likely why they could announce, hey, we've got another, you know, another Zelda's in production, boys and girls. Everyone get excited. It's because this game was already meant to be released for the console that came before the Switch, so now we're getting, uh, you know, the, the lead-up, and this one will probably perform even better than than Breath of the Wild did. And I'm interested to see where they take Zelda now, because Breath of the Wild is such a huge departure from uh, the standard Zelda fare. That, I hope they uh, do something in between. I, I liked that you can kind of just pick up and drop Breath of the Wild, but mm. I do miss the I, I do miss kind of the structure they had. Yeah. Like Ocarina of Time is an example. It had a structured play that you can go through. It was still open world. Yeah. Um, I just, in Breath of the Wild, I just felt like my stuff wasn't as relevant or impacting of the world, if that makes any sense. I just I felt kind of disconnected, but I, just I enjoyed wanna, the game thoroughly. Yeah, I just don't want to put up with breaking weapons. I think it's dumb. <laughs> I, like, I think it's I like really dumb. <laughs> the fact that the Master Sword goes through a period where it needs to be off for 10 minutes. You've used yeah, it too much. A bit much yeah. You've used it too much. Time to put away the most iconic sword in the entire franchise. Go take a shit. Come back, and you can use your Master Sword again. Was kind of silly, um, but uh, I would like a more traditional yeah. Zelda in the way they did Breath of the Wild. If that makes sense, like I love the art style, I like the gameplay of it. I just want a more traditional Zelda with like more story than just like go and go forth and do things. In the same vein as uh, Breath of the Wild, I guess Horizon Zero Dawn got a crapload of uh, of nominations in all manner of Game of the Year. Uh, type stuff from just about every publication, which I was pretty happy seeing. Um, <laughs> Jeff's just, Jeff's just surviving over there. Uh, I'm just, I'm dead. I'm dead, and you guys are talking about shit. I just give zero fucks about, so I'm just zoned out. Reading chat. That's you'd all probably, you'd probably like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's pretty. It, it's it really look, great. It, it did look great pretty game. good when yeah, I was watching game. you play it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty looking. It's uh, and it's and it's one of the few titles that have some relative uniqueness. Like everyone else is just doing the same kind of whatever, and then Horizon Zero Dawn is the closest thing to to fresh that I've felt in a long while uh, playing a game. Uh, obviously, it borrows heavily from the and you know most adventure games. It put together games, a ton but, of genres really well. But yeah, it did it really well. And apparently, the late, the expansion for it, which I haven't got a chance to play yet, and I hope to, it was was, really was super good as well. I think I still think it's the best looking game that came out in 2017, PC or otherwise. I still think it's the the prettiest game I've seen. Um, and I'm excited. The fact that it did well enough, we're going to get a sequel now. We're going to get more from the story and the, the world that they, they put there. They gave you just enough questions at the end of it 
where you're like, okay, yes. Horizon Zero Dawn to me. I'm on board. Like when this was when we were talking about the game of the year stuff like a while ago. Um, when I talk about when I was saying mentioning that you know games need to have some level of technical polish, kind of bring something innovative, be creative. Like Horizon Zero Dawn was actually the one game this year, the, the one game that I recall gave me all of those. Like I had nothing negative to really say about the game. It was just really well done. The studio behind it was aces. Um, I, I Everything about it was good. It was new. It was fresh. Gameplay was solid. And I'm just like, that's why I got mad when everyone's like, oh, PUBG game of the year. It's like, you got think, games like think, Horizon Zero Dawn, which are like breaking yeah. new ground and doing it well. And they have, they, you know, they, they check all the boxes. It's not like, you know, you have the judges being like, oh, yeah, no, it did really bad in this one category. But it did really well. No, it did consistently well. And like to me, that's like game of the year material. So like, yeah. I hope Horizon Zero Dawn gets all of those awards. I hope we get more of it. I want to encourage studios to like build more games in that style of being a little bit more adventurous, trying new IPs and trying new things. Cause that's what we need. Like we're getting rehashes. Well, that's actually, I think one of the most important parts about horizon zero dawn is that the, the developer that made it is the guys behind kill zone. And yeah. they went from kill zone, which was already a successful franchise for them. And one of the most popular and console selling titles that the PlayStation three had, for example. Um, and, shifted so dramatic to go from kill zone to horizon zero dawn is like a is a, a, a almost 180 like there's almost no carry over there um very very much different well kill zone was always tight gameplay so like you can <clears throat> kind of see some trends you know it might not be in terms of content yeah but, but they took in they terms took, of like discipline but they took a hell of a, a hell of a risk for as a triple a mm-hmm. developer that is a yeah. massive risk not one that many take and i agree yeah the uh hopefully this Hopefully Horizon Zero Dawn sets an example that more can actually take some risks and, and whatnot. Uh, and if you haven't played it already and you have a PlayStation 4, I highly recommend playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Many um, hours of entertainment. It's it's a very, very, very uh, solid game. I think the reason why it didn't take Game of the Year is because it did everything well, but nothing in particular extraordinary. So most, most Game of the Year uh, winners tend to do you know, uh, most things well, but have like this one thing that stands out so dramatically above everyone else in the genre or everyone else in the year. And Horizon Zero Dawn didn't necessarily have any of one of those things pegged. They just did everything, I would say, above, way above average, but nothing in particular was so mind-blowing uh, compared to the rest that uh, it stood out. They had a lot enough. of mind-blowing things, but since everything was so good, it was just like, oh. Yeah, nothing stood out. It, everything was just kind of like... <laughs> Good. Yeah, so definitely check out Horizon Zero Dawn if you get a chance. Uh, Next up, uh, I guess. Well, what's the way we can we can do this? Uh, I'll just quickly I'll just quickly do this and get it out of the way. Uh, It's my weekly uh, shit on PUBG. Um, Hey guys, guess what? PUBG 1.0 came out, and it's even more broken than it was in beta. We already talk about this like um, twice already. Thumb, thumbs, thumbs up to them. Yesterday, yesterday, in the span of two hours, they had three different messages for three different game-breaking bu- bugs, and at the end of every tweet was like the sorry for the inconvenience, and it's just got to the point where the sorry for the inconvenience has become a meme. So, uh, good job, uh, good job, guys. PUBG killing it. Uh, ten out of ten. Uh, would uh, would play again maybe in another six months. Jeff Kaplan. One Twitch, 
this year. I'm calling it right now. The most amazing thing that happened this year is Jeff Kaplan sitting in front of a freaking fireplace for like 10 straight hours and straight facing it. That wasn't him for 10 hours. He did. I was still surprised. That was over two hours. of was amazing. Two hours of footage that they looped a couple of times. Just him sitting there. The thing that blows my mind is that no one actually talked about what he did at the end. (laughs) No one talked about what he did at the end. They just started sitting there for 10 hours. Well, what did he do at the end then? Oh, he announced that there's going to be a new hero. And then the video glitched out on purpose. Right. There you and go. And then he said, and then he, and then he pretty much, he, he was describing the hero talking about, but they were glitching the video intentionally. And then he said, so you'll see that next year. And then that was the end of it. And I was just like, <laughs> what the God damn it. I thought it was great. It was absolutely he, he talked about the cookies a couple of times saying, oh, these are actually props. And then later he's eating one of the cookies. 40,000 so people. I stopped in 40,000 people watching Jeff Kaplan just straight face, look off into the distance, fire behind them, cookies and, and whatever on the side. It was the ultimate joke on the Yule. Whatever. He gets the, hit the, by the a Yule fucking on. microphone boom at one point, comes down and like hits him in the head. Yeah. It was it was absolute magic. Uh, it was a, it was a about two hours. Of, it was about two hours of footage that they kind of edited and looped. Oh yeah, um, for the ten hours. But oh, it was <laughs> great. Hysterical. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm not ashamed um, to say I watched that for three hours. <laughs> better than a lot of the content I was watching on Twitch at the time. You're not wrong. Uh, here's something that Jeff can talk about: Monster Hunter World. You seem you seem to think that that actually looked pretty good. That's something that you might be interested in in trying out. Are you going to wait for it to hit PC or or what? No, probably still won't play it. Okay, probably still won't play it. But it does look cool. I watched some people on Twitch play it. It looked pretty cool. Um, looks like a cooler version of Pokemon. It looks like a that's a hell like of a, a step up for Pokemon. Yeah, it looks it looks like um like a mature version of Pokemon. Jeff would want to go and stalk a Pikachu. And they uh, use yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. But yeah, no, there's really no game out there right now that I'm in that I'm d- dying to play. I'm so picky with video games now; it's ridiculous. And I think it's just mainly because time is less and less. I don't have it like I used to have it, and so you need to pick the right. You got to pick the right games. And is there Monster nothing Hunter in the 2018 pipeline? I haven't seen anything in 2018 that even remotely interests me. 2017 was such a killer year for video games in general that 2018 really got think a lot. It was a killer year. Well, honestly, honestly, there are some good games. There were some there good were, games. There I wouldn't were say it was some, a killer year. some pretty heavy hitting games. The indie space did extraordinarily well this year. Oh, there were a lot of good indie games um, that really picked up the the slack. And I know there's been. I mean, we've we've made a point of almost exclusively talking about all the negative crap that's happened this year because there's been a lot of just unfortunate what nonsense. About, uh, what about Dragon Ball Fighter Z? That's apparently due out in what, like three weeks? That's true. That's coming up. Uh, like although weeks, I don't weeks. think that's something Jeff's going to play. He'll probably watch people play it. I imagine. Yeah, not really into the Dragon Ball Z games. Never really was. Like the um, show, I'm not huge on fighting games. Yeah, period. we just had that one hot moment where we played uh, Final Bout or GT yeah. <laughs> on the PlayStation. Yeah, when I was like 13 years yeah. old. <laughs> uh, I am, I am though, looking forward to watching that be played by people that actually know how to play That's gonna be at a fighting games. Because that one's like straight up Arc System works. They yeah. know their shit. Yeah. I think so, we're going to see some pretty big tournament fights for that That'll game. be pretty fun to watch. Uh, good people play it. I won't be playing it because <laughs> I'm terrible. Oh, I'm going to be playing the shit out of that. I got my fight stick already. I, <laughs> I, might, I might as well be playing with my mouth. 
if I'm playing fighting games, I am so bad at fighting games. It hurts me. Uh, I've never been good at them. I've, even when I've tried, I've never been able to be good at them. I've, <laughs> I'm not cut out for fighting games. But damn it, if I don't enjoy watching people who are cut out for fighting games play them. Uh, because shit's Adam crazy. Is the Adam West Batman of fighting games. Yeah, cut like a bag of milk. Couldn't actually do anything, but I have all the puns. That's, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Um, that actually wraps it up for, uh, this of all the, I mean, I I know Mr. Black, uh, hasn't played a huge amount of games outside of, um, you know, his mainstays this year for the stream and whatnot. Uh, but was there one game that you did play that you would pick as not as a, not as a game of the year, but just the one that just Resident Evil seven, that's, that's your, that's your one that you go with this year easily. That's the show. That's the show. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Was there anything about it that you wished was uh, different? No, it was, it was perfect. Okay, like a ten out of ten, like nothing. Eleven point five. Okay. Oh, yeah. It doesn't actually get any better than that. Okay. <laughs> well, pack, pack it in. We've, we've done it. There's no need to make any more Resident Evils. We've made the most hey, perfect. If they, they never did one ever again, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Resident Evil 7 is the greatest horror game I've ever played in my Went life. Went out on so a high note. <laughs> I wouldn't even complain about it. I'd be disappointed, but I wouldn't even complain. I'd be like, you know what? They quit it right at the right time. Congratulations, Resident Evil. You did it. The only reason why Jeff is quieter than, than Panic and I today is because he's half asleep. And I have to find a good balance with Jeff because he can go from this state and then we hit a topic he likes and all of a sudden he's screaming Blowing like we're in out. another area code. So I I'm have to today. I so have to I have to find to the happy it. place to try to try and make it all work. Um but yeah. Uh for me, I guess uh that's 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 tough. Because I've, play, I've played a fair amount of games this year. Horizon Zero Dawn's probably my 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 game of the year. I would be... I'm, I'm really intrigued to play um, Breath of the Wild because it's it's such a similar, uh, such similar game. Uh, and I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn might actually be better <laughs> than Breath like, of the Wild. I feel like you're going to have a lot of trouble playing Breath of the Wild compared to Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn is, like, same style open world where you can go and do a lot of stuff and you have control over it. Yeah. But there's a lot more... I'm going to say breadcrumbs kind of guiding you so you can... It, it'll lead you to content a lot more readily. Breath of the Wild will kind of just kind of drop you into the world. And there's a lot of indicators for things that you can find to do what you want to do. Yeah. But there's not going to really be like, oh, yeah, you know your storyline stuff go this way. You kind of just will have to kind of pull yourself along. So it's a little bit more free play than I, than horizon. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine. We'll just, we'll just see how I want to see how they kind of stack up. Uh, but Mm -hmm. for me, even though I didn't play them, maybe that and Mario Odyssey and horizon zero dawn are probably the top three games for me of the, uh, of the year. And I look forward to, and then a fourth would be like persona five. Um, I tried to think of my fifth. I want to play persona five. I try to think of a fifth. I couldn't come up with a fifth off the top of my head that like, uh, no, I just played Spellforce through. That's like the most recent game I played through. Yeah, and and was actually surprisingly good. Tough to tough to come up with, but yeah. What, so what was your uh, yours panic then? What would what would be yours if you just had to pick one? Not necessarily like an actual game of the year choice, but the one that uh, kind of stuck with you. Horizon is going to be the one that I would pick for game of the year, hands down. Just because everything, you know, I, I I haven't finished it. It's one of those that I you know when I get in the mood, I'll sit down and play it for a couple hours, but. Every single time I play it, I've just thoroughly enjoyed it and been blown away by it. I just haven't had time to sit down and devote the 
50 hours or whatever to do it, do it justice. Um, yeah. It, you know, that's the game for me at this point. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a, that's a, that's a good choice. I, I'm looking at a lot of the game of the year stuff, um, or not game of the year, but like top 10 lists for this year. Uh, I was surprised how many people, uh, in the journalist side had near automata in the list because so many of them were so cold on it at first. So I guess it took them, like I was reading a couple and some of them, it took them months coming back to it multiple times to finally get to a place <laughs> where they were like, yes. And then once they did it, they, they enjoyed it. I don't think I could bring myself to go back to, to, to near, even if I knew that going back to it and eventually I would come to a place where I would like it. I still don't think I could do it. Um, I think if your game, if your game requires people to come back to it that many times over that period of like that length of time to really get to a place where they like it, then you might've missed it at some point, but I'm happy that people like it a lot. I guess I'm happy you enjoy it. It's kind of, it's kind of like undertale. Like remember when undertale blew up on Twitch and like everyone in the world was playing undertale and it was just like, you couldn't, you couldn't play anything without people coming in and asking you, did you get that Jeff? When undertale came out, people were like, are you going to play undertale? When are you going to play it? Um, I don't even know what undertale is. What is that? Remember it was like the, the, the old school kind of 2d, game oh, with like the yeah it has really good soundtrack yeah the, yeah the music was great and then everything else yeah, I about played it, it for was, like four eh. or five hours and then i just stopped playing it yeah um yeah no i you know games like that like uh andromeda it's andromeda right no uh, uh, uh automata near automata automata yeah all right whatever the fuck it is i'm gonna call it dramata weird japanese right. game sure um it's it's a niche game right yeah. it's it's like it's like going to uh to a movie that is like a an artsy fartsy movie where a lot of casual moviegoers it doesn't follow the regular beginning middle and end formula it doesn't it 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 kind of breaks the mold of what you're used to in a video game and it makes it makes you question why the hell you're even playing it but then there's some people that are like oh i just love the way it just, <laughs> it just made me think i had to just go back and just redo it a million times and each time was just so different even though it was so very similar i just saw the i just it was amazing it was a transcendent of, of an with a different dress on and so you so know different. what sure if you like that shit by all means go ahead but you know i'm not into artsy fartsy video games so have fun yeah like i uh, i'm i think undertale and and Automata fit in the same billing there for people that when they liked it, they became like religious zealots <laughs> over the game. And if you didn't like it, oh my God, yeah, when I streamed you. near fuck Automata and I, and, and I wasn't enjoying it, the fire that was just coming at me was unfreaking believable. People were just, and I'd sit there and they'd, and I would ask them, you know, why do you, you know, why do you enjoy this, this point? Like, I like, because why are they, you the way that you are? No, like, why do you enjoy this point? And they, and they wouldn't be able to give me like a straight answer. And then I'd, I'd sit there and I would explain to them because they'd ask me, you know, why don't you enjoy this point? You know, why are you being such an asshole about my game that I want to have children with 2B and live the, the waifu dream? Why, why can't, why can't you just, 
like my game. And I'd sit there and I'd give him a 20 minute, for, you know me, I'd go on a 20 minute. No, you give him a 45 minute answer. Yeah, just the unabridged. Not 20. The, yeah, the that's unabridged a conservative, Jeff. Encyclopedia Britannica in-depth reasoning as to why I think it's stupid. Uh, and then they go, no. And then they just get angrier. And like, I was like, I don't know what you want from me. I just don't think it's particularly amazing. And I think it was being uh, artsy fartsy for the sake of being artsy fartsy. Of course. It's like an Oscar movie. It's like, I yeah. know what you're doing here. Like, I'm on to you. Like, people will put, um, like, uh, Hideo Kojima, uh, Yoko Taro, who's the guy who made Nier Automata, uh, and then um, Swery, like, three Japanese kind of dudes who are known to be kind of kooky and out there, and, and uh, I guess, if you want to call them this, intellectuals of sorts, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and then, like, on the scale of, of like you know, doing it because they're actually that way the, in terms of how it feels when I watch them get interviewed and stuff. Yoko just always seemed like he was just doing it for the memes. <laughs> like yeah. he just always I doing it. you up until I saw the trailer for death stranded. And I was just like wondering, I'm like, what is Kojima on? Norman oh, we Reedus all knew, we all knew Kojima was on some good shit. For a long time. <laughs> now he now he has nobody to hold him back corporately, so now he's just fuck it, put a baby inside of his throat. Uh. That works. That'll that'll be good. <laughs> that'll be amazing. Uh, you watch the reaction videos of people watching oh, that yeah. trailer. It didn't like even the it didn't even were just hysterical. Me. They're just looking at us like it didn't even phase me. I look I look forward I'm not like jacked for that game, but I look forward to to seeing what what un uncontrolled Hideo Kojima comes up with Kojima looks like he's gonna go absolutely crazy uh to say the least but hey look if Norman Reedus thinks that he's a genius then I'm inclined to believe that he might actually be a a pretty intelligent dude um because I don't know if Norman Reedus is capable of just bullshitting I don't think I don't think he's capable of doing it um that's it for games we made it, Jeff. The hurdle. We made it, <laughs> oh, we made it over the hurdle. I didn't think it was ever going to end. We I did it. I didn't think it was ever going to end. We, We're talking about Kojima and Yoko Kima and Ipanema. <laughs> you just and, say Ipanema? Uh, and I'm just like, fuck me. Letters from Iwo Jima. <laughs> God damn! Uh, it's almost All like right. you're on a video game podcast, but now we're going to talk about movies and TV and whatever else that's on our minds. Mm. Uh, I know, I know that we discussed a bunch again because we had StarCraft yesterday, but we can kind of half rehash what we discussed. And if there's anything new that's happened that we didn't touch on, then we can always can do we, that as well. Can we actually throw down this challenge for next week? What's that? All three of us just sit down and watch Bright. Already I done. Already watched it. All right, I have not watched it. <laughs> All right, then we can watch that for next week. I'll try that one next week. I've heard things. I've heard things. So now I'm curious. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, we can talk about it in a non-spoilery way, I guess. Um. Uh, nah, we'll just wait. We'll or just we can wait until we'll panic. Talking it. about it again next yeah. week. That's so. that's fair. That's fair. Uh. So what else has happened then? Because that's what I had in my list. So with and that was the only thing I had well, in my, you know, in my list. Well, you know, we could talk about Star Wars, but somebody still hasn't either. fucking watched Star Wars of I all missed, movies. I missed the, the pre-sale. I, I missed the pre-sale, and then I've been family Christmas crap for the whole time. Like, maybe the earliest I could have seen it would have been, like, 
yesterday earliest, but we were doing StarCraft stuff, so. How do you not find two hours to watch Star Wars? Came out like two weeks ago. God damn. <laughs> God damn, dude. It'll you're, you're just You're just waiting to get spoiled. You're just walking around the world right It'll now. It'll happen. Just waiting. Nah. Just waiting. Nah. I'm pretty good about it. I'm pretty good about it, but I will, I will, I will be seeing it. Yeah, that just goes sure. to show how much of a filthy casual you truly are. Look, I like saw, I just... saw the, I saw the last one opening night. I was there. It was great, and I would have seen this one opening night, but I missed the pre-sale because I heard about it too late, and it was already sold out. And then after that, I have family friggin' obligations and holiday stuff. The whole time leading up until literally like yesterday. Mm. So mm. life life happens and mm. I think I can survive if I go like five extra days without seeing Star mm. Wars. I can do it. And I'm more and don't get me wrong, I'm more excited about for this one than I was I, for the uh, one before. So like I'm I am I am ready for, for, for seeing it. I actually picked up a movie pass. <laughs> so I'm gonna be using that one heavily. A movie pass? Yeah, we don't have those here. Oh, okay, we don't have that. It's, That's it, just in the land of freedom where you just watch as many movies as you want for like $4. It, no. Pretty much. 10, 10 bucks a month. Shit. You can go watch a movie a day in a movie theater for... That's so dumb. Oh, we talked about so that retarded. months ago. Yeah. yeah, it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> and I like it's looked just, at the theater. I thought it was going to die out, but I looked at the theaters and like apparently all the theaters right around me are like, yeah, we accept it. Like, uh, done. That's absolutely brutal. But yeah, um, not a, not else. I haven't been to the movies in a little while. I was actually going to go and see Jumanji this weekend. I'll probably go on Sunday. An- another rock, another rock movie where critics are no, and everyone else is yeah. It was pretty good. No, actually, critics are are they are they good on it? Yeah, they're, they're all, okay on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is it on Rotten Tomatoes of all things? It's uh, we got seventy two, seventy seven on seventy seven. That's fucking that really good for Jumanji. For Jumanji, that is amazing. Jack Black and the Nick Jonas and the Rock and Look, bro. Kevin Hart. If so, I could take yeah. out Kevin Hart and just have Jack Black and the Rock, I'd be even happier. Yeah, I can't so, stand Kevin yeah. Hart. Ninety percent of audience <laughs> loved it, and seventy-seven percent of the fucking twats on Rotten Tomato liked it. So that's impressive. You know, that's I have that to actually say, got me excited to go to the movie theater for Jumanji. And watch Jumanji of all things. I want to watch that. Uh, I want to watch that Mad Name and the Downsizing movie. Or whatever oh yeah, called. yeah. That one's getting mixed reviews, but yeah, it did. It looked like it's definitely not a movie theater movie. It's one that mm. I'll I'll definitely like like watch Netflix on Netflix. Movie. Oh yeah, that'll be like a good little Netflix night. Um, but beyond that, there's not a lot. There's not a lot out right now. Star Wars is basically it's nobody goes up against Star Wars. You're just yeah. stupid if you just release a movie against Star Wars in the first like three weeks. Unless you're The Rock and and Kevin Hart for Christmas with Jumanji, yep. then you can get away with it. Well, but yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No, no. You don't put anything else. It's bad, uh, out bad life choice for for a while. So it's bad. It's really, life not choice. not much to talk about out there in the world of uh, world of movies. You know, Star Wars would have been a great thing, but you know, somebody still has I'll seen repeat, Star Wars. So I'll re- <laughs> I'll repeat what I what I said yesterday. I caught up a little bit on on stuff from forever ago because I saw Wonder Woman finally. Uh, so that was cool. I enjoyed Wonder Woman a lot. Thought that was great. Um, I saw 
Uh, what was the other one that I mentioned? No, Bright was the other one that I just watched, so I wasn't behind on that one. I was actually on time for that one, so that was you nice. Saw, he's got, he's got all the Star time Wars. in the world for those Netflix movies uh, and those TV shows, well, but he got no time in the world for Star Wars Episode Eight. Well, ain't no movie theaters open at 2.30 in the fucking morning when you're watching Bright. <laughs> mm. <You guys laughs> I'm, not watch, I'm not watching it at Adam 6 o'clock in the Smith evening. Versus Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. Definitely comparable situations, 100%. 100%. Uh, and then I mentioned that I watched, uh, I think it was called Under the Sun. It was a Korean, North Korean documentary that was kind of crazy. And if you have a chance to see it, uh, definitely. Did you say North Korea? Yeah. It was you mean nuts. Best Korea, okay? Best Korea documentary, um, where basically they were permitted in to do the documentary, but it had to be entirely scripted by uh, state officials in North Korea. And so they had all the footage, obviously. So you see, you see them, uh, like, you see the director come in and like telling this family that they're that they're following, you know, how to do everything and what to do and where to do it and all this, whatever. They have they have scenes where there's an entire like entire factories all in on it at the same time, or you'll be out in the middle of the street. There's like friggin' twelve hundred people and they're all there doing it, you know, for this documentary. Uh, so you see what, how they wanted the movie to, or like the documentary to be, but then since they have all the extra footage, you get to see all that behind the scenes stuff and just watch, you know, how, you know, what it's really like and then what they're trying to portray. And it was wacky, absolutely crazy. Uh, and, and kind of depressing, I guess, to a degree because you're, it, it, the whole thing's following this, like, I'm going to say seven year old girl, maybe eight. Um, and her, her kind of journey into joining what is for all intents and purposes, like the Hitler youth in, in, uh, in North Korea. I can't remember what, what they call it there, but, um, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy under the sun, I believe is, is what it's called. So check that out if you're, if you're interested in it, because between that and then the vice documentary where they went and got into North Korea, Entertainment. I don't know why. I might be. I might be alone in this, but I find it just incredibly You're entertaining. Alone. You're alone to to see how North Korea actually operates inside its borders because they're stuck in like a time warp and it's crazy. Uh, and it's and it's. I don't know. It's like look. It's like not being able to look away from an explosion or a dumpster fire. You yeah, just, I'd just rather not even sign up for that. I can think of <laughs> multiple ways to spend my hour and a half, and it's not watching somebody pretend to be part of a documentary in North Korea. Just seems like a bad time. <laughs> it was, it was super interesting, dude. I swear I'm sure to God, it is interesting. I'm sure super it's, interesting. It's, it's the crazy, documentary it's, that I just most recently watched that I actually thought was really good was that freaking Voyager one. Like the, they did a, like a full like the Voyager space mission mm. thing, and I was actually I, I watched it thinking it was going to be like a B or C level documentary, just whatever. But it was actually really good. I thought it was really well done. Well, that's good. They had, like they had all the clips and extras for like Carl Sagan and everything, and they had the whole thing put together really well. <laughs> you are not alone. I am here. <laughs> yeah, you Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Get my backing me up with Michael Jackson lyrics. Thank you. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate shit. the effort. I appreciate uh, the effort. Um. Yeah, and you didn't finish um, Stranger Things. No, but I have it queued. I'm ready to go. Oh, it's queued. It's, it's the next thing on my Netflix list. Oh, boy. So probably by the time, this time next week, I will have finished the whole thing. Fantastic. It's in queue. Fantastic. So, 
that's it for movies. There's no, there's, there's really nothing going on in the world of, of, of movies. Wow. Yeah. And subsequently, not a heck of a lot happening on TV either right now. Nope. Uh, <laughs> just kind quiet of, out there. Just, quiet. Just kind of a wasteland right now. Absolutely <laughs> kind of dead. It's a Star Wars land right now. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's very true. People Is are there, talking about Star Wars and they're just, they're theorizing and they're complaining and they're doing all the things, doing all these things. Um, I'll toss this, I'll toss this out for Star Wars, um, in terms of like, cause I obviously don't look through social media or anything related to Star Wars right now. I avoid it like the plague. Um, have we reached a point of, uh, of, of people complaining about gender equality yet? Have we hit that point? Mm, I don't, I don't that think that didn't really come up in this no, movie. No, there's, there's much more things. There's much bigger things to complain about than uh, gender at this point. So. Like those little animals that are like the new, the new thing. Well, we're not going to talk about this until you actually watch the movie. Fine, goddamn movie. Because Jeff and I probably both have plenty of things to say about it, and we just don't want to. We want to be like, we don't want to like start the little tease. That's true. That's true. Okay. Then you know somebody in chat's going to talk about something. That's true. Going to get spoiled. Yeah, that's true. Walk away from it. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. Well, gentlemen, do you have anything else to talk about? Because we are a whopping hour and ten minutes into this podcast. We can jump over into tech uh, tech support if we uh, Let's if just we need go to. right into the tech support, boys. All right. Let me get that up. Tech support. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me this week. That's good. Thank you. Problem. <laughs> Let me open that up. Let me open it up. Hmm. Let's see. All right. I am uh, getting in here. Notifications. Dashboard. I got one. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Give her. This one's from uh, Travis Varel. Um, It's not giving me his contribution level. Thank you, Travis. Um, describe one event from this year where you personally deserved a Nova War fail stamp. Please include your best fail stamp imitation. Oh. Hmm. Something to, like that I failed at in real life, or something that you did stupid that might have deserved, like you, like you would mentally hear the fail. Yeah, in your head. Um, she's, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I didn't really do that many stupid, that much stupid shit this year. It's been pretty, <laughs> it's been pretty chill. It's been really chill. Damn. I don't know. Maybe somebody else can think of it in chat because <laughs> I can't really think of something that I did that was overly. Like a big fail. Yeah, can't tell you. Don't know. Hmm. Stuck. <laughs> um, hmm. I'll go with mine. Um, it was when I was building this desk, and I made the false assumption that the shipping company or the company that made the desk could actually ship the entire thing properly. So I had dismantled everything, like my computer and everything, like monitors, 
all scattered around the apartment. I had no space. Desk was fully disassembled. Half of it, my old desk was already taken away, so I couldn't put it back together. And I lay down the pieces, start putting the desk together, get to step two, and realize that a main piece is not there even after they reship <laughs> me the second thing. I literally just sat on my couch, and I realize now that would have been like the perfect time to just be like, fail. Yep. So I'm just like, go. I got nothing to do for like, <laughs> until I can get this going. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I accept that one. Uh, I don't know what mine, I don't know what mine would be either. I just don't ever do anything. So it's hard for me to fail at stuff because I just never I actually think do anything. I you're just not going to see Star Wars. Is yeah. Pretty I mean, that's, yeah, a pretty that's a pretty easy one. Biggest fail I that's, can think of that's that a pretty, you've done so far. That's Ticket pre-sale for Star Wars. I'm ready to order tickets. Wait, it already happened and sold out. Yep. Fail. Hit me up with that sound, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that is a straight up fail. I'll I ordered take that my one. tickets like way back in October yeah. or some shit. Like I had mine way in advance. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear one. I didn't see an advertisement or hear on the radio or anything until it was too late. It was crazy. Um, I guess I wasn't actively looking enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't think. I can't think of anything that I've done. Like, yeah, my car got rear-ended, but that wasn't my fault. Um. You know, what I, was that I, I, first honestly, crypto thing that you bought into that ended up just dumping on everyone? Yeah, but you know that that's that's, that's a little bit different. Stuff. That's like, that's like yeah, speculation that's just, that goes wrong. That's not really yeah, fail stamp really worthy. A fail. That's just a um, you know that's just a trader gambler investment that just went wrong. It happens pretty much. Um, I'm just trying to think of maybe something stupid that I did around the house or or um, it wasn't you like directly, that. but what about the dude that rear-ended you? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like that's, but I mean, I mean, I guess an even bigger fail would be would be the comp would be Mercedes giving me the the car <laughs> yeah. when it wasn't regulated. Yeah, you know that's, that's true. a fail, you, but, uh, it, yeah. but it wasn't on me. Like it wasn't my fault. Have you done anything with the drone that might be fail worthy or that we haven't seen blooper reel or anything? No, I did hit I did hit a tree once, but um, yeah, that it didn't do any damage to it or anything like that. It just kind of fell on the ground. Uh, and it wasn't high off the ground uh, to begin with. It was only like five feet in the air, if that. So it didn't like no, it did, didn't do anything to it. Um, someone <laughs> from Chad is saying that time when you typed your password on stream, not realizing Ooh. your camera was pointing at your yeah, keyboard. Yeah, okay. So I'll give. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was probably the dumbest thing I did. Um, I was. Uh, I had a different. I had a different uh, angle on my webcam, and I relogged back into RuneScape, and I had my my keyboard showing. So I typed my password. So that is a fail. That's definitely a fail. But I did it so fast that nobody could see it anyway, and I just turned off the stream and deleted the VOD. So, like, <laughs> I mean, you would have had, like, I mean, I type my passwords fast, and it's, like, 20 digits or 20, you know, letters long, numbers and letters with, like, you know, capitals and ex- you know, yeah, random marks. Yeah, hashtags and fucking <laughs> exclamations and at signs. So it's like, you know, it's good luck. Have fun. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the dumbest thing I've done. I, I've done that like I, I've done that like maybe five times in, in the history <laughs> of being on the Internet. I've, I've, done, I've had one where I like I was on the email thing where you type in your email to log into Battle.net. And then I usually just, just click tab. And I and I like must have hit cap lock or something, and then I typed in my password like right on the right on the screen. You know, so. <laughs> I do that at work all the time. Username, just type out my password, and my boss is like, "Why the hell is your password so long?" I did yeah. that. I did that once on stream um, for what was I logging in for? I want to say it might have been no. 
Now, I can't remember. It was it, it was some multiplayer game, and I was logging into some service uh, front end. So it might have been a Blizzard game or something. I I don't know what it was, but I was. Uh, it was one of those things where, for whatever reason, when it came up, uh, despite the fact that it that it automatically propagated my email or whatever, it highlighted the whole email, and then like that's where the cursor was instead of the cursor <laughs> being in the password box. And so I just instinctively just go to type the password. And it just starts typing it Correct. out right in the username field, and so you could, like everyone yeah. could see it. And I was like, "Oh fuck, uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah!" And as soon as I as soon as I did it, I had to like change all my just in case somebody saw yeah, it. Yeah, of I had course. To, and, I, and it was nice because I only had like two other like my BattleNet login was the same password. Yeah, and then uh, it, there was like one other thing. I, I think it was like my Amazon login or something um, that was the same password. So I had to change those two, and that was it because I don't use the. I have like six different passwords. And then different variations of those passwords, and then that's the show. But fortunately, that one I, I only used for, for mainly video games, so it was all good. So, yeah, that was my fail. There it is. Yeah. Adam, pretty, we got your fail. We, we got one, your fail from chat. What's that? Zencaster. I don't think that's my fail. We're going to blame you for that one. It's going so to be on me. They, they, never yeah. did, they never did solve that problem. They never accepted the fact that it was on their end. <laughs> they just, they yeah, were just, they just like, don't. no, it, no, it's not us. It's not us. Like, all right, well, you know, it would have been nice too because that would have been a, a seriously, you know, useful service, but uh, we figured it out anyway. Um, all right, so this one is from, from uh, Valerian. Va- Val- Valerian. Valerian um, Steel. Yeah, which wasn't a horrible movie, Valerian. Um, He is a $10 pledger, and um, he asked, what's been your favorite moment in gaming this year? Mm, Oh, Verilian. Verilane, I think, or whatever is this person's name. I'm going to call it Valerian. Valerian Steele. Favorite moment in gaming this year? Oh. Um, my memory is so bad for some of this stuff. It's crazy. I'm not, I'm like, I'm even trying to think of like some, um, some esports related stuff or whatever that I've seen that were, cause there were some pretty big things that happened in, in, in esports this year. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think too. And it's, or just things that, that happened, uh, you know, when I was playing games or whatever. Um, Mm. Favorite moment in gaming this year. It's mm. a tough one. That is a very, very tough one. You know, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Okay. And I'm gonna say when I first plugged in Resident Evil 7 okay. in VR. I keep coming back to it, man. Okay. But it just spoke to me in every way, and, and I played it from start to finish in one sitting, and it was just, it was everything I ever wanted in a video game, in a, in a horror game, and a Resident Evil game, and it just delivered in every front. I know not everybody feels, well, I think a lot of people actually feel this way about Resident Evil 7, but, um, you know, in VR, it was just, I'm like, I'm a VR guy, I like those gimmicky little things, and but when they're done right, they have to be done right. And this was done right. So I remember just putting it on and like the first 10, 15 minutes and just realize and just instantly falling in love. It's it's like it's like going down to the club or something and you see this fine piece of ass and you're just like you, you cannot take your eyes off her. And you're just like, God damn, what I do to split that wide 
and it was just like that's I mean, how we've I all felt. been there, Jeff. Uh, definitely yeah. the inner monologue Absolutely. for sure. You know, that's Absolutely. <laughs> that's how I felt about Resident <laughs> Evil. Like that for me was the most uh impressive thing that I've seen in gaming uh this year. Well, and it was and it was me actually being it in it and just being part of the game and it looking so real and so good. It wasn't a wasn't perfect. Like some of the VR was a little you know, uh, a little jarring on the eyes and shit at some at times. Uh, but I mean, uh, that's nitpicking. I mean, what they did w- is nothing short of just genius, and it needs to be praised. So, um, um I, okay, I've got. I guess I. Uh, I don't think there's like any seriously defining moments this year for me in 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 <laughs> gaming, but there are like a couple of like standout moments. Um. One was Brian and I finishing thir- Final Fantasy Thirteen Three, thereby <laughs> closing the chapter of us beating the entire Thirteen franchise. Um, I probably lost about ten years off my life finishing mm. Thirteen Two and Thirteen Three. Thirteen Three specifically, probably one of the worst games I've ever played. Um, and that's not that's not for the memes. It might actually be one of the worst games I've ever played. Uh, so that was nice. the The weight that was lifted it, on it. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. It, it, this will put it in perspective of how bad how bad it was. It was one of those games that was so bad that even when you were done, it still didn't feel like like you didn't even get the set. Like it, was, it wasn't even satisfying. Like you just finished it and you were, and, and you were happy that it was over, but there wasn't even like a weight lifted off your shoulders. You were just like you were just. You, you were still sad. Yeah. It still trapped yeah, you. Were you. Dis- you were disgusted. Yeah. And, and just relieved all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. You know, it's kind of like, it's like the end of a fab session. And then you, you look at yourself, you're looking like, at the mess. What have I like, done? Oh, God, what did I do? What the fuck did I do this for? <laughs> you're a fucking dirty bastard. Why are, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. God damn. I'm just ashamed. Uh, and then there was, um, uh, and then I, and then I'll say this: despite this, despite the drama that just recently cropped up, uh, I think Doctor Disrespect for me, from a Twitch streaming standpoint, was probably the highlight for me. Ignoring yeah. obviously what happened there, uh, yeah. I think he raised the bar not even a little bit. I mean, he put that shit to the moon as, as far as like you know what you can go, what for. you can do as a as a streamer on Twitch, and just the speed in which he he climbed the the twitch ladder and uh and and i couldn't even like most people when i see them like back in the day I'd, i i wouldn't say i'd be salty but i'd be confused i'd be sitting there going why does this person with the personality of a stone with the webcam using the webcam mic there's not even a microphone in front of them it's a webcam like pointed up at them in a poorly lit room with like the shittiest looking stream in the world and, and every time they raise their voice you go deaf and it's just terrible how does this person have forty thousand people watching them i'd be confused and for like the first time ever, I watched this streamer go from, I started watching him when he had like 200, 300 viewers. And then by the end of the year, 30, 40,000 people watching him. And not, yeah. at, at not one point did I question why there were 30 or 40,000 people watching the guy. <laughs> I knew exactly why he he's was being God, watched because he's an he's a fucking, as far as an entertainer goes, he's a fucking legend. He caught lightning in a bottle and he, and he killed it. Yeah, he's the best out there. He killed it. So ignoring uh, ignoring the unfortunate end of the year shenanigans there, yeah, for sure that. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. I thought I might have had another one, but I don't. Uh, 
but I don't think I'll probably get some flack for this one, but uh, my favorite gaming moment was probably from Star Citizen. It was a personal accomplishment. Um, like I have a full flight, like in this cabinet that you guys see almost every um, every week. I have like a full flight stick, throttle, pedals, mm-hmm. everything. Um, and for those that don't actually fly simulators or do simulators and stuff, um, it's not an easy thing to kind of train yourself, especially if you don't keyboard and mouse. Like I, I, I played with Space Combat since keyboard and mouse forever, but like I vowed I was going to learn how to play with a flight, a flight stick, pedals, and throttle and everything. And it's hard. I've put hours into learning how to do it, you know, not just in Star Citizen, but in like Elite Dangerous and all these other ones, just to kind of like learn and get it into muscle memory. And I think it was like maybe about month and a half two months ago i got my first kill in arena commander against another human pilot who was also using stick and throttle um so for me i was just like okay i can do this you can fly with the big i'm like i can fly with the big boys and i can take (laughs) them down it took me a while to get the second kill after that but you know what i'll take the first one as like yes like oh, as soon yeah. as I killed him, I was just like, yes, and then got blown up. But it was like, all right, you know what? <laughs> Lesson learned. Don't take your hands off the stick and throttle. You got you got one. You yeah. got you got one in there. You got one in there. There you go. All right. That's a good one. I like Skills that one. Paying off. I like that one. Uh excuse me. Uh hey guys, Mozart uh is asking, what's the worst meal you've ever had? Oh god. Ooh, so <laughs> That's tough because we've we've all probably had a few a few uh, a few nasty meals in our time, or just really just, disappointing. I'll I'll, I'll put mm. that one up there too. Like as far as like disappointing, maybe it wasn't the worst meal you've ever had, but you had it in your mind that the meal you were about to have was going to be amazing, and it just turned out to be kind of mediocre. Um. All right. So the the worst meal I ever had. This <laughs> this is pretty easy. Um. Years ago, this was like. Man, it's got to be like seven or eight years. I think ago. I know which one you're going to say. You're gonna it's longer say, than that. Yeah. It's like nine years ago. Yeah. Kale and I went to uh, Cuba, mm. and we were on. We were at a resort. Fuck, it was called Salinas La Salina. Mm. Um, can't believe I still remember this shit. But we uh, it was in Veradero. Nice resort. Uh, really cool water slides and like an underground cave that you can swim through to a bar it's like a waterfall and you swim through the waterfall and it's got like an like a, a an in pool bar underneath it's yeah, really yeah. cool so anyway when you go to these all you can eat or i'm sorry all, all inclusive resorts you can get you get all your meals for free and stuff in in the form of buffets but they also allow you throughout the week so many la cart restaurants so usually it's like three or four of them for your one week stay and you have to um, basically, sign up for those in advance. So it could because everybody wants to go to eat at a restaurant. They're just tired of buffet food. And they mm-hmm. want to just go to a nice romantic dinner with their spouse and you know wine and dine a little bit. So we decided to go to um an Italian restaurant. So we we did we did a few of them. Like the 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 Japanese restaurant was great where they do all the the tapignon thing where in front of you where wherever they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so anyway, that was really good, and it's a whole show. And our our last one was the uh, was the Italian one, <laughs> and you know we were starving. It was like one of those things where you just don't eat all day because you're like, man, we're gonna crush this like LA cart. <laughs> it's like we're been eating on a buffet food all week, and you're just tired train. of the same shit, and you're just like, I'm I'm gonna crush this. So 
there was only like three choices on the menu. One of them was pizza. Another one was like pasta of the day. And then there was another one that was like a soup or some shit. Anyway, um, I decided the pasta, it wasn't, I think it was spaghetti and I'm not a huge spaghetti guy. So I decided to get the pizza. Mm. And I'm like, you can't fuck up pizza. Like, you, you cannot. Fu- I mean, <laughs> it's literally dough, pizza sauce, some some pepperoni or whatever, and that's the show. So I just get a regular cheese pizza. There's no there's no options. There is no, like, <laughs> you know, do you want this? Do you want that? So we're, we're in Cuba, right? So, like, these guys, the ingredients they use are cheap. It's not, it's not very good stuff. So... Pizza finally comes. We wait a while. Actually, it's like it's a multiple course meal. So we start off with a salad. Um, then we get like a soup or whatever. And then we get to the pizza. Pizza comes out. It's this little, it's a little tiny. It's not a full blown pizza. It's just on the plate. Just like a mini like a pizza. Personal almost. pizza type yeah, thing. personal pizza. And um, you know what? It looks pretty good. I'm like, okay, the, you know, hey, it's pizza. This is, I don't even remember what Kayla got. Um, she'd probably remember if I, if I, if I asked her. So anyway, I cut this pizza, and I take a bite of this pizza, and these motherfuckers put ketchup for the pizza sauce. Oh, oh, no. no. Really? No tomato sauce, no, no. nothing. It was, it it was Rifkin style. straight no. ketchup, like <laughs> legit, not even Heinz ketchup, some fucking Cuban they use shitty like brand Hunt's ketchup or whatever. garbage. They used ketchup. As pizza sauce. I took one bite and spit it in my napkin and left. I said, that's it. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely terrible. That was actually the worst meal I've ever had. It was it wasn't just because I bit into a pizza that was that was ketchup. It was because I waited all day and I just and of course, we went right to the buffet right afterwards and I waited all day for this meal. Looking forward to it. Disappointment. How and it was bad taste. You know, don't, you know, you, you know, it's really it's bad. bad because you're starving, and if yeah. you can't even eat it when you are, you haven't eaten all day because everything tastes better when you're starving. Yes, and you still have to get that out of your mouth that quick. You know, somebody's done messed up something fierce. That's that's it bad. was bad, dude. That's it bad. Was bad. So that's worst meal I ever had. Um, I'm gonna say for me. The worst that I've had, at least in in relatively recent memory, anyway, like in the in the last you know handful of years, uh, I was at um, I was over at somebody's place. It was it was a a buddy's uh, thirty was it his thirtieth? It was either for a graduation related thing or his thirtieth birthday, one or the other. And we were having a, a get together, and there were a bunch of people over, and we were, and, and and they did a combination of things. His girlfriend was making some some random dishes, and then the 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 hosts were making like surf and turf. There was steak and and uh, and and you know other various whatever. I had uh, uh, scallops and 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 mussels and all manner of stuff. It was one of the most random assortments the potluck it was yeah potluck. it was it was a potluck without being a potluck because everything was made there just just mm. like just random like cornucopia you, you couldn't like if you asked for it it was probably there at the table somewhere just everything and, and, and anything and we sit down and they start handing it out and and i'm uh i'm i'm too nice sometimes like i i, I don't 
I'm not a, at the time I wasn't, and now I'm definitely not, but at the time I wasn't really a huge shellfish guy. Uh, I like fish and I, I, I used to have a thing for, for mussels and clams. Like if they were fried clams and stuff, I was, I, I, you know, I'd mess with that, but never really a scallop guy or, or, or lobster or stuff like that. I, I couldn't, couldn't get into it. So I had my steak uh, and a couple other things, and the, and the vegetables were were either overcooked or undercooked, one or the other. Uh, the steak was, uh, it was a good piece of steak until it was on the barbecue for four and a half days, and then it became what was, for all intents and purposes, a dog's, a, a dog's chew toy. Uh, it was terrible. It, 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 like, so it was a New York strip, and by the time it was done, it had the proportions of a filet. Uh, is basically how is is, is how I could describe it. Is that how it it, sh- it shrunk up? And then I I finished it, but uh, I had steak stuck in my teeth and my jaw hurt uh, because it was so much chewing, and uh, they didn't really trim it, so there was gristles. So it was it was just it was a little rough, but I got through it. I muscled through it. You know, it was my buddies. You know, party, whatever. I was just enjoying myself. I had some more sides to make up for it. Nothing was really all that great, but alcohol was helping me along the way, so it was fine. And then uh, we were getting towards the end. And, you know, the hosts are looking to just get rid of all the food on the tape. They don't want to keep leftovers, whatever. And so they're like, they're, they're handing around the plate saying, here, just take some of the, t- t- take this, take that. You know, have a little bit of this. Let's clean it up. Don't leave it. There's only so much left. You know, they're Newfoundlanders too. So they don't, they're just, they're, they want, they're, you're, it's almost like having a grandmother. You don't get to say no. You're going to eat until you die or until the food's gone. Or both. One or the other, it doesn't matter. And so they keep just putting stuff on my plate, and they put scallops on my plate and everything, and I'm just, I'm, whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm going to eat it anyway, because I'm a nice guy, and I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I'm going to eat this. Take one for the team. I, 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 I started eating these scallops, and it was just rubber. It was just, it was just straight rubber, and wasn't all that great. And I wasn't, again, not a fan of scallops to begin with, at all. But I ate it, and something felt a little off about them. Uh, they were a little, uh, you know, if you've ever eaten certain fish, that's particularly oily to begin with, like a mackerel or something like that, they taste more fishy naturally because of the oil in them. But then, then it's different if a fish, uh, is, is then a few days, you know, if it's spent a few days on the shelf, if you're on the East coast, you, some people will never know what a fresh fish tastes like unless they're actually next to the water. Everyone else probably, this is what fish tastes like to them. But for everyone on the East coast, you don't really taste fish if it's fresh. No. It's no, pretty much. It's not supposed to taste fishy, unless it's an oily, oily fish. You don't yes. taste fish, or you're I mean, actually having fish oil. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, but I taste, and it was kind of that not sour, but that like metallic. Mm. You know, you've had fish you that's ate, a little. You ate some bad fish, bro, and, and scallops. And I was like, that's probably not great. But I, but I, <laughs> I, I ate it, and it was one, but it was a big scallop. It was one of those like monster, you know, bad boys. And I was fine, and I had my dessert and everything, and whatever. And as there, we played dominoes because they, you know, they're big on going to Cuba, so they pick up, you know, the dominoes from Cuba and everything. We played that and hung out. And I go home, and um, it's around I don't know eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night, and I'm talking to uh, my girlfriend at the time, Natalie, on the phone, and and I'm not feeling all that hot. Like I'm, I ate a lot of food, so I was really full to begin with. Like I was like up to the brim type thing Been there uh Many times. and but i was like you know i never get sick to my stomach so i wasn't worried about it like i i've thrown up like three times in my entire life so i wasn't really you know concerned about it i was just full 
But I was walking it off. You know, I don't know. Some people walk it <laughs> off. Some people sit down and they lay down. I have to walk it off. So I'm pacing around some the room, talking on the phone. <clears throat> just, you know, I got my pants undone and everything. Just trying to get it moving. And I'm talking and, and I just keep getting worse and worse. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling worse and worse. I'm like, I don't. I don't, I don't know where this is going, but I don't like it right now. It's not feeling all, like, all good. And I started to like get warm. Like, a little sweat? Like the face is getting a little warm. I was like, yeah. it's not all that warm in here, but I opened, I, you know, I was in the basement back home, right? So I opened uh, the window, window and I opened the window and, and there wasn't a lot of air coming in. Mm. So I stuck, I stuck my face like up against the, 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 the bug, like the, the mesh. And I was just like, <gasps> I was like Ace Ventura sticking his head out the rhino's ass. Like he's just like trying to get some air. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get some cold air. I needed it. And I, I even took a step outside and I was trying to walk in. I was going to just be worse and worse. And then eventually I was just like, I knew it was coming. I was like, that's it. Here it comes. I put it off as long as I could. And I'm still on the phone. And I was like, listen, I got to I got it. And I just throw the phone and fucking like off the phone. Cause I started dry heaving. I just throw it and I fucking sprinted it into the bathroom. And then I fucking, Projectile vomited for like a solid hour and a half. Oh, just fucking bad. Out my nose. Every just, oh. just the, like I felt like I was like I, I drank too much. Like it was one of those like your your borderline your body's alcohol like, I need poisoning. To get this out now. Like whatever. There's like that one skull oh, just to take it all and just mm. I. And after that, that was it. I have never, never touched had scallops again. No, no shellfish. <laughs> I won't even. Fuck with it. Dude, I don't, I don't want... go near shrimp or shellfish at no, all. Like, nothing. Ever. I had the same thing when I was like much younger. That was like super young. It's just never again. Oh. I actually, if people ask, do you want shrimp? And I'm like, I don't even know. My brother and my go-to response is I'm allergic. Well, that's what we I just did, say. I like, oh, I don't say yeah. I'm allergic, but I say like my, it doesn't sit well with me like at all. So I don't. Well, here's the thing. I was much I younger it. and it was just so bad. The reaction to it that oh. I'm just like. I don't even want to try again. And I'm not a big, because I never, because I never throw yeah. up. I'm, yeah. I'm almost borderline afraid to get sick to my stomach. Cause I, it never happens. So it's always, it's just terrible. And so I, I'm so adverse to, to shellfish now that I just can't handle Just no, get it away from me. I don't want to eat it. I don't want to smell it. I don't look at it because it was, it was one of the worst sessions of just puking, uh, by far, uh, it was ba- it was bad enough. Mom, mom, you know, moms don't care. By and large, moms don't care. Mom come in, she's like, "Yo, what the hell's going on in here?" And I'm just like, blah, blah. "I'm like sp- speaking." Dude, my mom would be so upset if she made food or whatever that uh, I threw I was, up to. I was speaking another like language. In, I was speaking another language into the toilet. You're mom come in, in the room. I was just like, blah, 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 blah. and mom's like, "What's going on?" And I was like. <laughs> and then dad, dad, <laughs> dad's not, dad's like me. That's translating. I can't, I can't, I can't really, I don't like listening to other people get sick. It kind of makes yeah. me feel sick when I hear somebody else getting <laughs> sick. And dad walks down, hearing all this commotion, dad walks down the hallway, <laughs> walks to the door, takes a look in. Three seconds, turns around and just walks, walks nice, away. It's like, I'm Jesus. out. Peace. You'll live. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was by far, I would say the, uh, the worst meal that I had. Uh, I think it's the only time I ever had food poisoning (laughs) and, and Uh, it was bad. So never again, please. And thank you. So, um, mine is, um, I was going to go with one where I originally cooked, but then I realized mine only ended with everyone just taking one bite and be like diner and everyone just went to the diner. So I'm not going to go with that one. This one actually just came to my mind. And Adam was mentioning projectile vomit, 
Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's this, uh, and I'm not going to name names because this is like includes like a family friend and stuff, but they'll probably figure out once to tell the story if they ever listen to the podcast. But um, there's this girl that my mom's been and her family has been trying to set me up with for years, and we just don't have a mutual interest, or she might now have it, who knows. Um, and we were over at their house. This was probably a couple of years ago. And we were only supposed to be there for like an hour or so just to drop some stuff off. But true to brown form, families just started talking and hanging out. So we were all just chilling, whatever. You know, we were all just, you know, kids like us were just watching TV or whatever. Parents were just having fun, whatever. And it's getting a little late and I hadn't had lunch. So I was I was just going to take my keys and, you know, just take the keys from my parents and just be like, you know, I'm just going to go get dinner and hang out with some friends and I'll meet you guys. You know, give me a call. Come pick you guys up and we'll go home. And my mom was, you know, my dad was about to give me the keys, you know, no problem with this approach. And, um, the person's mom is just like, Oh, why don't you just go? Goes daughter is like, Oh, why don't you just go into the kitchen and whip something up? We got some food that you can make, you know, we can all use some dinner. Right. (laughs) And my parents are like, Oh no, no, we're not hungry. Uh, but you know, and they just kind of look at me like, oh, if you're hungry, I'm going to food. I'm just like, I can kind of get the hint where they're going at. And my mom's kind of hinting it would be rude if I leave. So I was just like, all right, guess I'll, I'll hang around. <laughs> so she goes off into the kitchen and starts making food. I feel kind of weird because I'm making food. I'm just like, I wasn't really expecting this, whatever. She's like working in the kitchen, doing all the stuff, putting together, putting stuff in the oven. I'm like, oh my God, what, what have I gotten myself into? And it's the most awkward thing because they don't make, she doesn't end up making any food. I'm like, all right. And she just sets out like a plate on the table, the dining table. And I'm just like, no one else is going to eat. Just I'm only for you. He's like, you're the only one that's hungry. I'm like, okay. She, she oh, that's I'm, hella fucking awkward. That'd be so And awkward. she's like, she ended up like making like chicken cutlets and like some other stuff. And I'm like, I sit down and. It's like that moment where, you know, like everyone's watching and I'm like, I cut it and everyone's talking about. Because you're oh, the only one eating. Thing. Everyone's yeah, just she's watching like, you. She's like great. Everyone's like talking about, oh, she's so handy in the kitchen. She's so great. And like, <laughs> take the first bite. Oh, she's just so wonderful. Raw. Can I just see you just being married <laughs> to her, Panic? Yeah. yeah. Isn't she just. <laughs> Take the first she'd be bite. a great mom too, just the way she cares for those chicken yeah. lips or whatever the hell <laughs> you're eating. Cutlets. And not gonna lie, not gonna lie, like, these were homemade cutlets. So like, and they looked amazing from the outside. Like they look great. I'm like, all right, girl's got some chops. Maybe she can cook. Take the first bite. And I'm just mm. like, all right. Not quite what I'm used to, but you know what? We'll go with it. There's some interesting flavors going on here. And <laughs> Interesting uh, flavors. Was it at yeah. least cooked properly? Like, it didn't taste amazing, but was it at least cooked properly? <sighs> My story ended very similar to yours, Adam. Uh, um, and the problem was, I didn't quite realize that it, it wasn't, like, Did you get to meet Sam and Ella? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I, um, my, body, my body was very good about getting rid of it in a timely fashion. Oh, good. Um, I, uh... I managed to get about a third to two thirds of the way through. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, you know, without the very hour, I'm like, oh, I'm full. I can't have any more. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe about 20 minutes later, I just kind of go over to my mom and I'm just like elbowing her. I'm just like, can we go home? (laughs) At least give me the key so I can go home. And then she's like, oh, we'll go in like an hour. I'm like, and I go to my dad. I'm just like, I'm just kind of like, they don't see. I'm just like, I'm not about to last an hour. And my dad's just like, oh, and then my dad's just like, yeah, no, we actually have to take care of something, so we have to go. And my dad, my mom's like, what? Oh, 
<laughs> my dad is kind of, and we go home and literally as soon as we get out of the car, I'm like sprinting into the house. I'm like, impressed you made it the whole way home because if I'm feeling sick and I get it was into a only car, like, it was only like a five minute drive. Oh, it wasn't okay. that far. Right, it was, it okay. was like, like again, family, friends, very close by, like five minute okay. drive. You know, five minute drive if you're not going fast. My dad realized what was happening. And he's like, that not happened in the car. No, <laughs> um, I actually didn't quite make it to the toilet. I was like, I started spewing as I got into the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> um, and my mom's like, what, what? I'm like, the chicken was not done. <laughs> <laughs> And then my mom's like, what? And then my dad's like, my dad starts translating at the toilet. He's just like, chicken's not done. And I'm doing the blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, of course. My dad's just translating for me. And it's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. It's the worst. There's nothing. And my mom's like, it looked worse. fine. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Because that's the stuff, wasn't. like, the worst part thing about that is when you get turned off of food that you liked in the first place. Like, you never want to get sick. I have chicken cutlets. I'm just like, I now know not to get chicken cutlets from an audience that I'm not quite sure of. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Um, or at least check my meat before I eat it. Yeah, like, cut it and then look at it. Usually, I like, wasn't sure. I'm not much in the kitchen, so, like, uh, I, yeah. I wasn't 100. It looked done, but I wasn't 100% sure. So, like, it was hard to tell. Yeah. I always, I'm, I'm, I'm not paranoid about it, but I always do like if it's chicken or something that I absolutely, I've learned I, that I you cut have to cook chicken properly. Even when I cook it myself, I'll, I'll like triple it. check it now. Yeah. I'll even go, I'll be like, you know what? I'd rather even go overdone than not do it right. Ab- oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Like I have a meat thermometer at home and I just like, I make sure hundred percent I'm doing chicken that it is at the right temperature. And I, I go, I err on the side of caution. I just like a little bit over. I can now usually tell by poking the fork in it if the chicken is done properly or not. Oh, no. I've gotten to the point where I can tell now. Nope. You know, not I've me. never gotten it wrong at this point, but yeah. I mean, I could probably do it. Like I could, I could feel yeah. it and be like, you know, try and be Gordon Ramsay and start like feeling it and being like, feeling my hand. Oh, no, no, just with the fork. Like, I'm just like, uh, oh yeah, no, that's definitely no. not done. Like a done chicken is very, very distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Um. All right. Let's do one last one. I think this is fitting. Yep. Uh, this is from Toe to Steel. It says, in the spirit of New Year's Day, what is the best New Year's resolution Ooh. you have ever come up with for yourself, and how long did you stick to it? And if you want, you can switch it up, and you can say, if you have a New Year's resolution for 2018, mm. what is it? Um, I'm I'm one of those people that then... Uh, don't set many New Year's resolutions. I don't do resolutions at all. Mostly because I set goals for myself throughout the year to begin with, and so it's just kind of becomes an. It's like another. It's like January first is just another day in the calendar. Like it doesn't really get me. There was, I guess, the closest I ever had was when I was still in high school, and I and I told myself that in my senior year that I would I would join the basketball team. Because uh, I never played through the first two years of of high school, so that was the closest I had. So I I had to train for that, getting ready because I was basically like I am now a sloth, just absolutely terrible uh, conditioning. So I had to um, I had to spend like I'd for a solid four months uh, getting ready for for basketball, and that was the closest thing. Because otherwise, yeah, I don't I don't set too many. I did coincidentally though on Twitter today say that one of the things I would like to do in 2018, which is uh, I guess this resolution like is resolution. Yeah, is to um you know something I'd like to accomplish is to play enough games and review enough games this year that I can have an actual like top 10 list come the end of 2018. Like I want to be able to play enough that I could say, look, you know, this is what I thought were the best games 
for 2018 because as it stands this year, I didn't get to play. So you actually want to do your job this year. Yeah, like I want to be able to 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 play enough uh, for that. So that's kind of one of the things that uh, that I wanted to do. And then I want to take kind of like we did with Technical Alpha. I want to shift my website that I host all of my reviews and stuff on off of Wix and have somebody just put together the WordPress equivalent or something and do it for them. I'll pay them whatever the hell I need to do because I don't have the time nor the the will in my body to, to sit down uh, and do WordPress it. WordPress development is simple but expensive at the same time. Yeah, so like I just don't... So like that will be something that I might do because it's... Uh, posting something as simple as, as a review on Wix is such a pain in the ass. Like the back end is so slow and cumbersome. It's more for static than and, like constant blog Yeah, updates. exactly. So it's more like a landing page extraordinaire than anything. And, and so yeah. I need to... I've kind of maxed out what Wix can do for me. And and so those two things are kind of what I'd like. And then like everyone else, I'd like to get back in shape again because I'm so out of shape right now. But the that's not like there's it's nothing not there's nothing stopping me from doing that except for myself just getting up and doing it. So uh, that's just that's all it's as simple as, as as that gets. But otherwise, no, that's that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. I don't have any direct resolutions. I mean, I said I want to lose 40 pounds, but I already started towards that even before like New Year. So that wasn't even like New Year's driven. So the only real thing I set in, in general, what I do is just at the end of the year, I kind of just do an evaluation of the previous year and I'll just be like, come up with like a list of things that I kind of want to do better, but it's not specific. So my whole, my whole goal is just to kind of make sure that whatever the next year is, is just better than what the previous year was in some way, shape or form. Um, but without like any specific thing. So like one of the things I'm doing is not really a resolution. It's just like, I'm like, I want to take one international trip, that has nothing to do with an event, be it a wedding or, you know, convention or whatever. I just want to go somewhere for the sake of traveling there. So, you know, I'm planning a Japan trip. Sounds in April. good. That's like, that's like my goal. That sounds good. Not really a resolution though. I don't think. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I never really had resolutions. I'm kind of like sort of what Adam said, where I always have goals and I usually just smash them anyway. So it's like, I'm a pretty focused person. Um, you know, this year, you know, I always, I always talk about getting in the shape thing, but surprisingly enough, I'm not in bad shape right now. I just need to pack on some, some muscle. That's pretty much well, You had it. a pretty good run there of going to the gym. So you're not too yeah, far so behind. I'm still, yeah. I mean, I could get back in the gym now and, and in a week or two, I'd, yeah. I'd be, you know, in really, really good shape. So, um, just been kind of eating a little shitty in the last, obviously over Christmas. So once, once January 1st hits, I'm going to be back in the gym. So I guess that's kind of a new year's resolution, but I'm already in fairly good shape now. So I'm not too worried about that, or at least in weight wise, uh, I'm definitely still down like, you know, 15 pounds from where I was back, you know, a few months back. So, um, that's fine. My biggest thing this year is I'm going to travel a lot this year uh in 2018 so i want to travel the world i want to um you know there's a lot that i want to do this year and um there's a lot that's going to be happening in 2018 for me i'm i'm very excited it's scary because things are going to change but you know what i've i've worked hard enough now where uh now now i'm just gonna i'm gonna do for for myself and my wife and you know i want her to be able to either quit her job or go down part-time so we can just travel so you know go to europe do a few weeks in europe um i'd love to go to japan uh i would love to go uh you know and obviously take a couple vegas trips this year like i normally do 
and just see the world, meet people, and eat food in different places. That's that's what I want to be able to do, and that's what I'm going to do uh, straight up. I'm gonna I'm gonna travel, and I'm gonna love it. And that's pretty much what I'm doing for 2018. It's going to be away from the house. Probably, I would say, out of the 12 months, I would like to be in a new place every second month. So whatever that is, you know, spend a month home, and then the next month, go travel, and then the next month, go travel, so on and so forth. So, If you haven't been to Cancun, I highly recommend Riviera Maya. There's a lot of cool stuff to do there. And those all-inclusive resorts are actually dirt cheap and actually are pretty solid. Yeah, I've never been to Cancun, so. I was there for you my never know. wedding. I, I, it was amazing. I would, I would just love for, I mean, I already talked to the wife about it. Like, we're just going to get a carry-on bag and go. Like, we're not going to pack for being away. We're just going to hop on flights. We're going to buy clothes wherever we go and see where life takes us for, you know, a few months of the year. And, uh. You know, I can vlog and do things and still incorporate work while I'm doing it and stuff like that, which which will be fun. But 2018, I got I got to make it happen, especially if I want to start a family at some point. I'm getting older now, and there's just certain things I always wanted to do before I I, I took the plunge. So um, it's time to take the plunge. It's time to do these things. <sighs> 31 years. I mean, 31 years old in less than a month. So. You do it's realize time. you turn to dust when you're 32, right? Yep. Just Probably, all I over. feel it. I'm already feeling it now. It's getting over. I got now. seven months and I turn to dust. Yeah. <laughs> I was dust at 24, so you guys are ahead of the game. Well, you're like you're like you're like 50 at heart, so it's yeah, okay. That's true. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just catching up with my internal age at this point, playing catch up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so, yeah, there it is. Uh, there you have it. We are back. Another technical alpha in the books. Hopefully, you enjoyed that one. Of course, you can continue to check out everything at technicalalpha.audio. Uh, you can catch all of the podcast episodes there if you aren't uh, checking us out on iTunes or Google Play Music or wherever else. Uh, here's a resolution. At some point in 2018, I'm going to try and get us onto Spotify because they changed. Um, the process in which you can get on, and I think we might qualify to get onto Spotify this year. So, nice. uh, might try and get us uh, uh, onto there. Uh, but for now, you've got lots of other places to, to catch us. Sound, uh, SoundCloud in, in included. So, uh, you're not hurting for for ways in which to consume this. Shout out to everyone here on uh, the stream that watched us live today. And if you want to watch us live and you're listening to this somewhere else right now, you can. Head on over to twitch.tv slash technicalalpha where you can follow us there. And then every uh, Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we are live here. And you'll be able to, uh, to catch us there. You can follow us on the socials, Facebook and Twitter as well if you want to be able to keep tabs there where we announce these things. Uh, just ignore everywhere else. At, uh, another resolution. I need to change all of the social banners that still say Friday at, uh, at 8 p.m. Because I changed it on certain places, but not all of them, because I've been putting off having to open up Photoshop and redoing all of the damn (laughs) graphics for everywhere. But regardless, thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for stopping in and hope that you had uh, an amazing holiday. Shoutouts to our Patreon producers who continue to bring it home each and every month. Jetrix still hanging out at the $500 tier mm. postal panda still mm. at the 250 dollar mm. tier and most of the people i'm about to list off here have been sitting at the hundred dollar tier for a long time 
Brycey, Derek P, Naley, Adam B, Jamaican J, Ice Wolfie, Jorbach, Lars Am, Toto Steel, Matthew Am, and Xavier A. All stand up, gentleman, scholar, possibly even gentlewoman, for all we know. Actually, I'm pretty sure 99% they're all, they're all dudes. But there might be one in there. There might be one hiding Don't in there. Don't assume their gender. Might be one. One. There it might, might there, be Apache attack helicopters. This is true. There might know. be. There might be a golf club in there. We never know. You just you don't you don't know until until they tell you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much once again for listening. And uh, until we see you next week, uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Have a good one, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Bye.